I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. In a world where Chase and Robert are in charge, there are no rules, but there is a lot of fun. Welcome back to Written by Podcast, the number one podcast in the world! Right behind all the other ones. Right behind. And this week, <laughs> on Written by. On Written by. Hey, uh, what movie is that on the wall? That is Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Is that... Like, in your opinion, the most visually stunning, or was that a gift? Or that was a gift, but I do maybe not visually stunning, but like mm-hmm. it is underrated in terms of the visuals. For for all those that are listening, we are we are, we are currently in, in my place right now, we're in Robert's apartment. I have one of those posters. It's like a canvas where from someone right from yeah. They look at every frame of every scene of a movie they pick the dominant color and they lay them all out in a line so you get like a really cool yeah like mosaic type of you could instantly look at it and be like this is the color palette of the film ladybird yeah i bet the one for joker is really green <laughs> probably yeah. uh i've always i've always kind of like been like i'm gonna get one yeah. but they're like 50 bucks and so i've never been able to justify it's like do i really need a bunch of lines from scooby-doo <laughs> two monsters unleashed <laughs> do they have scooby-doo two? I, I they better <laughs> i i think i looked one time i'm not sure they do but uh guys this is my this is the second time i've ever been in robert's apartment yeah man the first time was like right before we started the podcast yeah like that was kind of yeah we showed up and we literally just kind of wrote a dumb little short yeah and it was like, it feels like the kind of thing we would write on Written By. It was uh-huh. like a medieval times uh, musical rap. Yeah, there's thing. a knight that invents rap. In the, <laughs> in the and I just remember I was like dying laughing way too long because we were like writing the songs. Yeah, because I, I just randomly had a beat where I sampled this stock medieval <laughs> song. I, 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 I. We probably sounded like morons to your like neighbors, yeah. but yeah i mean that was kind of like the first episode of written by it kind of was but we didn't record it that's super interesting guys i'm gonna give you a rundown of what's what robert's got in his apartment uh we got like a music setup section uh there's some records a lot of records there's some kind of framed i see mac miller's circle um or is it circles circle circle uh spider-man into the spider-verse a lot of art yeah I didn't even see this. This is cool. He's got like two pin boards and it's uh, all of the ticket stubs from movies he's seen. Yes, those are all my ticket stubs since like right after I graduated high school. I just bought that second board. It over started overflowing after. Yep. (laughs) It has everything to do with us. Man, I I see a bunch of really cool movies. Knives Out. I saw that uh, in theaters as well. Uh, You see a lot of movies, man. Yeah. Well... That that first board right there that represents almost like nine years, I think. You could you oh, could wow. tell the yeah. moment I 
got my own car was when I started <laughs> seeing a lot more movies. Heck yeah, man. This is really cool. Robert's got a really cool place. He's got some weights over there. He's been lifting weights, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of, of trouble date stuff over that quarter. Yeah. It's, man, this is a cool place. I'm excited to be here. And I'm also super excited for our rival pitches. pitches. This one is a listener suggestion. Yes. Do you have the listener? Uh, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. It was an email. Man, guys, you guys have been sending in a lot more emails, and uh, I love seeing the emails. You guys have some really great ideas, and you guys come up with stuff that you know we would have never come up with. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't have come up with this one. Yeah, this one was really cool. So this is from L- Limwell Frimpong Arheen. I-, I hope I said that correct. So Limwell, and uh, he's, he's said, hey guys, I'm Lim, and I've got an idea for arrival pitches you guys could do. You guys should try making crossover films with characters from our own podcast's cinematic universe, the WCU. Yeah. Uh, it'll catch on, trust me, is what he said. And he says, I think it'd be cool if you combined at least three characters from past episodes and see who can make the best crossover. Yeah. What a great idea. Exactly, man. Yeah, we are doing the written by cinematic, cinematic universe. universe, and we're we're running with the rules, just as he stated. Yeah. We're doing a film with at least three, three characters from previous written by episodes. And before we get into them, so I was going back through our back catalog, just to be like, what character? Like, because like yeah. immediately I was like, I don't even know what character stands out as my favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah. I started looking back, and uh, I was going through the episodes, especially in season one. I didn't remember all of them, uh-huh. and so I was listening to like the the um, the uh, I guess it's like the little audio drama at the end yeah. of each episode. And I was I was kind of s- sifting through all of them, and I was like, "Yo, we got some really good stuff." Uh huh. There's stuff I totally forgot about, and uh, I was like, "Man, this is really fun." Yeah. No, I I had the same thing, and there. There are a lot of characters that didn't fit into my film idea. It was like, man, there are some serious underrated episodes. Like, I forgot about the pilot who's afraid of heights episode. Dude, I did a too. listener suggestion was was really so fun. fun. Yeah, dude, I, I I had forgotten about a lot of them. Yeah, the bongos, yeah, guy. I was like, oh man, did you put him in yours? You'll see. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, that really. was one that I saw, and I was like, I can't put him in it, but like, I would love to. <laughs> I really wanted to fit. I'll, I'll say this one. I really wanted to fit the old rappers, and I just couldn't find a good place. Well, uh, don't worry, I found a spot. <laughs> okay. All okay. right, guys. So I guess we should just jump right into yeah, let's it. Jump into I'm it. really excited to hear what you came up with, and I hope everybody. Uh, I'm gonna pre give mine a prerequisite. Uh, mine's full of fan service. I'm not even <laughs> okay. sure there's a plot, <laughs> but if you're a fan of written by podcast, you would watch this movie and lose your mind. There would be a new rock stars YouTube video with all of the Easter eggs. 
the day after it came out. I, th- I think this is exactly what we need for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we've learned anything from the current state of filmmaking, all you need is just a bunch Easter of Easter egg. eggs and do fan service. I really did. And this okay. one's, it's also kind of meta. I went a little like uh, Rescue Rangers that just came out. So is this going to star two people with the podcast? Is this what we're... Okay, you should get into it. <clears throat> we open with Robert and Chase driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark, and it's pouring down rain. And they're talking about their new short film that they just finished filming, when... All of a sudden, we hear a horn honking. Headlights flood the screen. We hear the sounds of a car crash. It's a little gruesome riding our own car crash. I will say, I was like, I hope this doesn't happen. (laughs) Chase wakes up in the grass. It's daylight. He looks around, and nothing looks right. Where, Where is he? This isn't where they got into the accident. He looks over, and he sees like a young high school aged guy sitting on the side of the road. He appears to be homeless, and he's kind of whispering to himself. He's like, and so he kind of stumbles over there. His head hurts. He's like, ah. He being me, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Excuse me, did did you see the car crash? He's like, what car crash? He's like, um, do you see like another guy? He's like a little shorter than me, red hair, beard. Probably eating salmon for dinner. That's a that's an inside <laughs> joke on Robert. Uh, and, he, and he was like, "Sorry, man, I, I haven't." And I was like, "Ah, okay. Um, wh- where am I? Like, where am I right now?" And uh, before the homeless teenager can answer, uh, a car speeding by hits the brakes, rolls down the window, and all you got, all uh, the two characters here is, uh, "Get a job, you bums." <laughs> And the car speeds away. <laughs> and the license plate says D-0-N-N-1-E. Donnie. Donnie. And, uh, and then the homeless kid is like, you have any money, man? And Chase is like, nah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Um, you're so young. How did you end up here? And he's like, uh, I got expelled from my high school for slapping a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> And his life hasn't been the same since. (laughs) (laughs) Episode one. (laughs) You had to put episode one in there. Uh, So Chase looks back towards the speeding away car and he's like, what is going on? That's so weird. Cut to Chase stumbles into a police station. He walks up to the first officer he sees. The name tag says Hank. He says, ah, excuse me, I'm lost and... um, uh, my my friend, me and my friend got in an accident, and now I can't find him. And and the cop just falls asleep <laughs> while he's talking to him. And Chase looks around. He's like, "What?" He shakes the cop a little bit. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I have narcolepsy." Those two detectives over there can help you. He's like a narcoleptic cop. And Chase is like, "Why?" And so he, he walks over to the two detectives, and Chase is like, "All right, uh, excuse me, but wait, hold on, what? Are you iced tea?" And Ice T's like, I am. <laughs> and this is my partner, Heath. And Chase is like visibly shaken. He's like, um, are you guys real cops? And, and Heath's like, no, but we play some on TV. <laughs> and so Chase is like, okay, whatever. And he, he walks out of the police station. And, and it's starting to get dark again. He's been walking for a while. Rain is starting to pour. 
This is a real sad moment. And then a large figure in a trench coat and a big hat walks up to him. Hey, kid. What? You ever heard the oldest gorilla joke of 1897? (laughs) And Chase is like, oh, my God. I'm in a world that we wrote. (gasps) Title card. The world written by written by. That's the name of my movie. <laughs> the world written by. Written by. Not written by rope, but written by rope. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this movie follows Chase navigating through the written by universe, trying to find Robert and get back home. So nice. Chase, nice. <laughs> Chase is wandering around this town, and, uh, and he sees a big sign. It says, live rap music. I bet that's where Robert went. Like, if there's live rap music, that's where Robert went. So Chase walks into the building, and it's a nursing home. He's like, what in the world? And he looks over, and there's like a little makeshift stage, and Free Willy and Napoleon Dynamite are singing their song, Call a, call a, call a, call an orderly, because I'm ready to fight. I had your grandmama in my room last Saturday night. And, and Chase is like, this is so weird. He walks over and there's an old lady watching. And he's like, excuse me, um, have you seen my friend? And he, he starts describing Robert again. And she's like, you're the only person that's been here today, son. Well, except for the Church of Snuggles. But I doubt he would be with those loons. Another underrated episode. Yeah. <laughs> and Chase is like, the Church of Snuggles? Wait, are, are you talking about that cult that worships a dog? She's like, that's the one. He's like, well, where's the church? She tells him, and Chase goes to the church, and he talks to Pastor Malachi, uh, who claims to have not seen Robert. However, when Chase entered the church, he had to sign into the guest book, and the the sign-in right before his was Rich Minion Robert. (laughs) And, uh, And then after he got into Malachi's office, he noticed on the calendar that today was circled and it said, human sacrifice for snuggles. He's like, oh no, they're going to sacrifice Robert. But if I'm going to fight this entire cult of snuggles, I'm going to need some help. Chase goes searching for the greatest written by heroes in the universe. And he he knows exactly where to start. He can't, he's not going to be able to find all these people by himself. So he finds the one person he knew would be sitting in his room, the Mitch, (laughs) the man in the chair. And Mitch hops on the computer. He's in his, uh, gives him a headset. Chase goes on his way. He's got to find the other heroes. He finds well-built boy. Yeah. And convinces him to stop being just an ordinary guy and to be a superhero again. He finds Bax, the steampunk superhero. Yes. Then he's walking down a dark alley, and you know th- this is a whole scene going on. I'm just hitting the the points. You know, it's the kind of thing. It's like, how do we know she's gonna be here? And Mitch is like, trust me, she's gonna be here. And Chase looks up and he sees someone getting mugged. And then behind the muggers, Ruth, the female black belt. Yeah, you guys forgot about Ruth, didn't you? Uh, and uh, so so now we have this team, and Chase is like, is this enough to stop the cult? And and. Bax is like, I'm afraid not. We're strong, but they've grown so huge and powerful in the written by universe. They've been reigning free. 
they've got all these powers and and uh, the numbers and everything, and we've got to get something that can help us with the supernatural. And so they get the ghost of Shakespeare. Yeah. And then, and then last minute, the last member of the Avengers of the written by universe, the polite drone from the sci-fi episode yeah. where he kills people and was like, oh, watch out. See ya. Oh, no. <laughs> now, with the greatest written by heroes, they attack the cult in their creepy giant castle where they plan to do the sacrifice, where they plan to sacrifice Robert. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an epic battle and it's uh we got some insane fight scenes everybody's fighting a battle it's super cool and just when our heroes are about to get the upper hand chase notices some oddly specific t-shirts and he gets over the intercom and he's like guys watch out the oddly specific t-shirt killers on the loose <laughs> And then, and, then, and then they're still fighting, but now they're having to do with the cult and that serial killer. And then another one of the greatest written by villains shows up, Bigfoot. And the battle is intense, and, and it's back and forth, and who's going to win? Maybe we lose some of our heroes. Uh, maybe Bax, the steampunk hero. Maybe we, the, our little android character blows up. And finally... They find the room where they're about to sacrifice Robert. They're going to behead him with a guillotine. And then the blood is going to like go into a chalice or whatever. I know this is really dark because this is <laughs> yeah, you. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a great time writing this. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Chase tries to save him, but he gets thrown across the room by Bigfoot and he hits the wall. Ah! And Malachi is about to pull the rope. Robert's going to be beheaded when... Is this guy bothering you, Rob? I'll, I'll take care of it. Drunk Titanic survivor yeah. shows up and shoots Malachi just like out of nowhere. And they save Robert. <laughs> and, Chase, and, and everybody's cheering. They're like, we did it. We saved Robert from the cult that worships the dog. Cuddle or what was the name of the dog? Cuddles, uh, I think. Cuddles. Snuggles, maybe? Snuggles, Snuggles. Yeah, the Church of Snuggles. And then, whoa, Chase wakes up on the side of the road. The accident has just happened. Robert's yelling at the car that had hit them, and he's like, I bought this car from Carvana, the world's <laughs> only car vending machine, and you totaled it. Luckily, I can go to Carvana.com tonight and order a replacement in under 24 hours and get in contact with a real-life representative at any time, even in the middle of the night. By the way, my movie's sponsored by Carvana. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, so, and then Chase smiles because all is well. He's no longer in the twisted universe that Robert and himself had written. Fade to black. <laughs> I think Man. it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. <laughs> also, man, this this episode is great advertising for her back. The rest catalog. of our episode, guys, if you didn't get some of that, go back and listen because th that was awesome. I feel like a lot of listeners, this is what people feel like when they watch Jump a, marvel, a marvel, marvel movie without seeing the previous 20 <laughs> i saw someone who was like i went into a theater 
Because every time there's a big character reveal, Marvel leaves like a pause for people to applaud and scream. But I went to a theater where no one knew who these people were. So and it was, was just quiet. Dead silence. <laughs> Man, that's funny. They do do that. I yeah. never even noticed that. Dude, that's a, that's a good... I like that. I like that. Man. <laughs> I thought it would be fun for yeah. the listeners. No, it is fun. I feel like... Man, if this podcast ever became big enough, we could flesh that out. We can yeah, make that that'd a thing. be super fun. Like even if it was just like a little video, where it's just like a yeah, like a little like a short film to be like, it's almost a commercial for written by. Yeah, yeah. But I could see if you were to make it a feature. I think what you could do is there's a room to play with the fact that you're in a world you wrote. That yeah, before. I did think that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, there's a there's a movie I like a lot. It's called Ruby Sparks. Have you heard of Paul Dano is the star in it? I don't. I, I haven't seen it, but okay. I it sounds really familiar. The whole concept of it is there's a dude that's lonely and single, and he's a writer. And he writes on this magical typewriter about his dream girl, and then she just kind of appears. And he figures yeah. out that like whatever he writes on the typewriter, she does comes to life. Yeah, but it ends up getting really dark because, of course, he's writing what he thinks he needs, but it isn't actually what, what he, needs. he needs. And then also, the person is a real person, and they are self-aware, and they're aware that this person is trapping them into the confines oh, of what wow. he wants her to be, and it gets kind of scary and. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. But I think I think there's room to do something like oh, that yeah. in this, where there's like, at least I wrote all these people. I know their weaknesses. I know their strengths. strengths. I kind of know cool. what's going to happen before it happens, sort of. That's true. That is yeah. really cool. We could definitely take this and, and flesh it out. The only plot that I wrote was, we got to save Robert. <laughs> you gotta save- <laughs> that's all I did. The rest was just... Let's, how many characters can I put in this thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as basic as the plot, man, it does it does kind of feel like a current Marvel movie, dude. I I love Marvel movies. I yeah. know how to do it. Yep. <laughs> I know the formula. Oh man, I'm excited to hear yours because I asked I asked Robert before we started recording. I was like, Hey, did you take this seriously? He's like, Yeah. And I was like, Okay, good. One of us took this seriously. <laughs> yeah. Also, man, I, I love drunk Titanic Survivor being like the last person that comes in unexpectedly. I think you would have to write it to where he's just blackout drunk and like he thought he was walking into another bar, but it just but turned it out was to a be battle. a battle. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. A lot oh, of deep man. cuts in there. I appreciate. I also did something with the pug. I think that's an underappreciated episode. That's, that's episode seven, y'all. Uh, I'm going back and listening, it's like our audio quality has gotten ten it times has, better. It has, yeah. But there's still some bangers in the first yeah. first season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, listen to the entire back catalog until you get all the jokes, and then <laughs> then you've be, caught up. You'll be laughing with me. Uh, maybe I'll. Uh, Maybe in the description for this, I will... Oh, yeah. List out will, in order of appearance. In order of appearance, yeah. all of the different episodes. Because, guys, I got so much joy from that. <laughs> I want you guys to actually like it. And I want to win one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Robert I think, I wins. Think you will. I've I run, think you will. I've won one rival pitches, and we've tied once. The rest, Robert, has swept me. <laughs> and everyone knows it, because the comments have become, sorry, Chase, but I'm going with Robert's. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's okay. I know my place. <laughs> I'm here to make you guys laugh. And that's why I put in Carvana commercials. Which that's true. Robert yeah, got, did I, get his yeah, car I from Carvana. I did get my car from Carvana. <laughs> what was the other joke about me? That the they salmon? Know? I mean, the salmon. They I thought would there know. was something uh, else. Rich Minion uh, Robert. Yeah. Yeah. That's long over by now. But for like two weeks on my Twitter, I just converted it into a Rich, Rich Minion, Minion by Yeet Stan account. <laughs> Dude, I was listening to, before we jump into yours. Because I think both of ours were a little quick, so we're yeah. going to fill some time. Um, I was listening to the SpongeBob rival pitches. When, when this is airing, this was a long time ago. But when we were recording it, it was just the other week. And uh, I was listening to us talk before. Uh-huh. And I was like, how long ago was that? I was talking about the show that I was watching at the time. I was like, yeah. I watched that months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That that was all I had. That yeah. was my statement. <laughs> I was I was listening to an episode we're about to put out because I was doing some edits on it, and we were like, "Man, we just hit 300 Instagram followers, guys!" Oh, guys, no joke. The last time I checked our follower number, we had 666 followers, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're at. Hold on, let me look real quick. Again, hopefully this has changed by the time yeah. you're hearing it. No, it's still 666. That's really funny, <laughs> uh, guys. Thank you so much for following. And uh, and listening to the podcast, we're we're having a ton of fun. We're putting a ton of work behind the scenes. We got a bunch of cool, cool stuff coming. Even when we go on hiatus, I think we have fun like yeah. mini shows and stuff. I I think we're both really excited about written by. Yep. And yep. Um, I hope that shows. Yeah. All right, now let's hear let's All hear right. your your crossover episode. Yeah. Okay. So I took. I took a very different approach. I took almost the opposite approach. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, instead of, because I feel like Chase might do the do the team up type thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what if I try to do a movie about one of my favorite written by ideas? Okay. Like flesh out a full feature based on one of the shorts. And then I just try to fit in two or three other, other characters, characters. Okay. as we go along. So which which story did you choose? Yeah. So one of my favorite, because we talked about it when we did this episode, season two, episode nine, the road trip episode, yeah. our sci-fi with the dude and the droid and the dad's consciousness in the cube. Yeah. 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 That's an idea I had had. For a while, and I think has feature potential. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And so you had an, you had that idea before we wrote it on written. Yes. Yes. And I'm cool. saying it now because I did not spend a lot of time on this pitch because I, I I am in a phase right now where if it is not editing trouble date, I can't concentrate. Dude, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, you got to do the big boy work. Yeah. Written by is a ton of fun. And there's two of us for a reason. Uh-huh. You don't have to do it all by yourself, yeah. man. Nice. I'll be here with my Carvana commercial. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I didn't skip on y'all, though. I got a good pitch. I got a good pitch. But yeah, so we're going to open. There's a handsome general in his 50s. And he's walking around this hallway. Just a very clean, white hallway. Looks kind of spacey. Like... Like, imagine if, like, the Stormtrooper armor was a building, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just very clean, white, kind of sci-fi looking. 
Anyway, he's running through. He's trying to be secretive. He's walking up to a door, opening it. He sees a bunch of computers. He walks up to one. He's looking over his shoulder. He's typing really fast. Manages to download some stuff into a hard drive. And then all of a sudden, some alarms sound. (laughs) And now he's running. And these all black chrome like black shiny chrome armored police robots are running around and he's running away from them and then all of a sudden he opens a door and there are just like 20 of them on the other side he's like oh no and he's running around (laughs) and now it's now it's a shootout oh man he's running away he could see in the distance the exit but there are a bunch of robots in front of it he's not gonna make it out takes a deep breath you see the fear in his eyes and then he heads in the opposite direction he's running really deep into this building taking a bunch of twists and turns dodging all these lasers he goes into this room it's a giant warehouse type room full of shelves and on all the shelves are a bunch of cubes he walks up to an empty one he pulls out his little you know, his little like pocket computer or whatever. He grabs some stuff off the shelves. He's putting these wires on his head. He plugs them into the cube. <laughs> and then he reaches into his pocket and pulls out this little metal thing. And then it unfolds and it's our droid. And he starts programming the droid as he's programming the cube, both at the same time while he's being shot at. Oh, snap. We see like the progress bar on the cube, 50, 60, 70. Oh, it's moving a little too slow. <laughs> he's putting the, the hard drive with the data he stole into the droid. He's trying to program the droid. And then the doors bust <sighs> open. Robots are starting to come in. We're looking at the progress bar. It's 90, 91, 92. He's picked up the whole setup and he's running with all this equipment (laughs) while robots are shooting at him. It's like 98, 99. Bang, he gets shot. He falls to the ground. He opens his eyes. He's still conscious. He sees the 100% bar. He dies. And then... That's the dad. Yeah, (laughs) the police robots are looking over him. They're like, we got him. We got the traitor. (laughs) They turn around, and then the little robot is hiding under his coat. He scurries out. He's holding the cube, and he starts to fly away. Nice. I'm so excited to see how you're going to bring other characters into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> our next scene is like the real intro scene. We're in this dystopian kind of, it's like just a century, yeah, about 100 years from now okay and essentially humanity has not made a whole lot of progress not as much progress as we made from like a hundred years ago and now now. okay basically everything just kind of looks like a wasteland it's hot all the time Mm. the environment has just been global decimated yeah yeah this is this is a a smart (laughs) social issue driven sci-fi of course it is. yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's what sci-fi is for (laughs) you could tell that everyone is living in poverty now 
but they all got their VR goggles. They aren't really <laughs> even concerned with the outside world because they just go into the VR world to distract themselves. Nice. But then we see our main character, Ash, and he's stealing food from a local grocery store. And everything looks really run down. And, you know, it, it almost looks like it's a third world country, but you still mm. have the tech of the future. Okay. So, of course, there's... That's a fun vibe. Yeah. So, there's, like, cameras that catch when you steal something, and then there are little robots that chase you when you so steal something. It's like sci-fi Aladdin. Sort the of. The beginning yeah. of Aladdin. Kind of. Yeah. That's actually exactly the yeah. vibe I was going for. Yeah. We open up the foot chase with the young character. Yeah. He's running away street from these robots. Street rat. Yeah. street rat. yeah and he's doing all this parkour to get away from them but then this one drone he still hasn't shaken and he accidentally gets cornered between a wall and we see this drone fly up to him he's like whoa stop it stop it i'll I'll give it back i promise (laughs) but then reverse shot it's not a police drone it's the little robot from earlier nice and he just drops the cube in front of him He's like, this is this this is yours. <laughs> Mission complete. This is yours. Del- delivery complete. Yeah. And then he picks it up. He's like, what what is this? And there's like a note or something. It says from dad. The handwriting is terrible because you know he wrote it right dying. before he died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he starts to walk back home, trying to dodge the police that are still kind of looking for him. And the droid's following him. And he's like, get, get away. Get away. You're going to give me away. He's like, nope. Got to stay with you. <laughs> That's my orders. He's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Well, just hide under here. Whatever. But anyway, he goes home. And he manages to activate the cube. It wakes up. And sure enough. It's his dead dad's voice that's talking to him. It's like, Ash, Ash, is this you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, th- this is me. It's like, what is this? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm your father's consciousness. I'm not, I'm not necessarily your father, but right before I died, I downloaded my consciousness into this cube. So I'm essentially just an algorithm and I'm saying what your father would, would say, say if he was around based on the estimations of this AI, but need your help (laughs) and that's when he fills him in on the mission because his dad used to be a high up general for the government yeah in this world everything is ruled by one government that's just kind of taken over everything else america (laughs) america (laughs) (laughs) or i mean china the way things are looking but (laughs) basically america i guess yeah (laughs) We have similar ideals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> One country that managed to get a hold of all the tech innovations before everyone else was able to wipe out every other army. They own everything. He was a high-ranking general in this army, but he found out that they were doing some shady stuff. I mean, of course they were doing shady stuff, but they had a really big plan. Basically, all of the natural resources on Earth have been used up. There's barely enough for people to survive. There's a very small colony of rich people that have been taking a lot of the stuff. Because since everything is so centralized, the people at the top of the center doing really well. Yeah. But essentially, there is only so much food or water left. You know how, like, California... (laughs) 
gets all their water from i forget what state but like miles away like if you didn't have that pipeline california would not exist but essentially that's how the whole world is right now that makes sense that's really interesting yeah but essentially over the past 20 years all the rich people have been building this gigantic spaceship and essentially they're going to launch run away from earth with all the resources and they've scoped out another planet light years away and they're going to go colonize it the jeff bezos planet. yeah and they're going to leave everyone else behind with oh, nothing dang. <laughs> and essentially the dad's mission was to stop this from happening and there is no one else he could give the cube to because everyone else the government knew about they would be able to neutralize his son is the only person that they don't know about because he was an accident <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. he got someone Uh-oh. pregnant he wasn't supposed to he kept it real it was hush. never on the books so. <laughs> and so essentially since he knew this was the only person that the AI robot driven government would not catch. He had this robot wait in hiding for like 15 years until his son would be old enough. Oh, snap. And now the ship is going to launch in just a few months. And now it is up to the son to stop it. Dude, this is a really fun idea. Yeah. And he's going to be guided, of course, by his dead dead dad's consciousness that's in the cube and the little security robot robot. sorry heads up watch out yep and at first he doesn't want to do it but then he comes home one day and a bunch of police robots are burning down his home somehow somehow a camera somewhere because there are cameras all over the place now everyone's watching you they managed to see something anyway his home is destroyed and so now he has no choice but to go on the mission. Oh, man. Because if they act now, they can still strike in time to save the planet. And so the next scene, of course, is, is what we did in our short film. Okay, yeah. The, the journey. beginning of the road trip. They're arguing over music taste or whatever. Yep. He throws the dad out of the car. The little robot <laughs> gets it. They pull over. And then the first police officers, police robots that are following them, attack. They managed to improvise their way out. Yep, they managed to escape. Yep. And essentially, the the film is, of course, the sci-fi quest to save the planet. But it's also this father-son story, because the son grew up without his father, and he always resented him, and the father was always too busy for him. And so basically, these two people finally get to bond for the first time and realize the type of life they could have had yeah. kind of love they could have had for each it's other. Things family. were different. Yeah. But essentially the first phase of the road trip is they have to travel to some different places. The dad had it all planned out because all of, all of the weapons and equipment they would need to break into the facility to stop the launch, very highly illegal. Mm-hmm. The father's got connects. That's so right. The first place they go is just in the middle of nowhere in the south. And so I really want like a retro cyberpunk southern city. Yeah. Like you mash up you mash up robots and 
almost like steampunkish aesthetics with cowboys. I've That's always cool. thought that would be a cool yeah. thing. They're in a really seedy bar. They're looking for the, oh, no. the dude. <laughs> guess who's there? <laughs> but there's a dude on the stage that's playing the bongos. <laughs> bongos, yeah! <laughs> oh, man. What a great character. Bro, from episode 36. <laughs> also a father-son story. Exactly, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But there's one dude that's making way too much noise. <laughs> and another guy's like, hey, could you shut out the bongo guy? <laughs> and that's when the dad cube is like, that's him. <laughs> that's, who he needs. that's my buddy. Yeah. And so they have to talk to this guy. And he's like, dude, I'm not. I, on the low, I got the stuff. But our operation was compromised a few weeks ago. I can't, I can't risk doing another job. He's looking around. The camera's all over the place. They're watching us. <laughs> <laughs> But essentially, we would do that, like a police robot busts in and starts shooting the place up, and they got to run away together. The little, the little droid finally starts shooting without <laughs> apologizing. Choo, 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 choo. <laughs> this feels so wrong. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> choo, choo. <laughs> and then somehow they're in a bind, but the bongos, yeah, guy. For some reason, took a liking to the little droid because he's like, "Oh, his eyes look like two little bongos." Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he manages to hit the police robot over the head with a bongo. And nice. Make their way out. <laughs> anyway, they go. They get the weapon or whatever. They stop by one other place. They have like some quiet moments for the first time. They're like, "Hey, we're actually we're actually doing this. This is actually going well." But anyway, our midpoint would just be where their fortunes switch a little bit. Mm -hmm. And there was one dude that his dad worked closely with when they were together. It's how he found out about the launch. Because they both, they both got into the program with the same aspirations to you know be heroes in the military. Mm -hmm. But this one dude was kind of bought out by all the rich people and he spearheaded the launch operation oh. anyway he finally figured out that it was his former partner that was behind this and he's like oh i know where he is and where he's getting this stuff and so they're camped out in their little car and i i imagine the car they're driving just to add some personality to it it's basically like a current day cadillac okay yeah like it's it's an antique car for that time it is a hundred years old but instead of tires it's been fitted with, with like hover yeah, wheels yeah. Or whatever. i got yeah. you i got yeah. you so essentially they're driving this piece of junk and they're camped out <laughs> in the woods they're having a heart to heart as former father and son <laughs> when this giant rv shows up and they got to shoot their way out oh snap and the dude they picked up at the bar gets shot and dies <gasps> bongos yeah dies oh no bongos yeah we left behind oh okay <laughs> yeah and they run away but then that's when the father is like okay well we got all the stuff we need for the weapon now is phase two of the plan there is a resistance that's out there they're all very secret. We can't call on each other unless we really need each other, or that could lead to us getting discovered. But now is the time. Now is, the time. Now is when the resistance is oh, going to rise up. Oh, snap. Who's leading the resistance, Robert? <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, they manage to journey 
to the headquarters of this resistance. And the resistance is mostly led throughout whatever our version of the metaverse is, or like oh. the Ready Player One thing. It's all through VR and stuff. Also, just as a little aside, uh, throughout the film, there's a character from the Written By universe that appears in the VR world. Because since the outside world is so bad, everyone escapes through Into VR inside, yeah. and entertainment. And they get really attached to celebrities. They're all into celebrity culture. They live vicariously through the rich people mm-hmm. that are in the city. And the biggest celebrity in this universe is Snuggles the Pug. <laughs> yes! It would be a dog. That was, yes, that, that's yes. really good. Yeah. Yeah. And essentially, they do worship the dog. The, the but church I, of, of Snuggles. But I think you would do... <laughs> just the commentary on the current state of celebrity culture and during the first half of the movie everyone was like oh we stand snuggles, snuggles the pug snuggles yeah. the pug is the best we worship him something flips during the second half to when they log back into the metaverse all of a sudden everyone hates Hate snuggles, snuggles the pug yeah, yeah, they're yeah. canceling snuggles the pug because he <laughs> he said something but he's a dog so I was like yeah, what did he, he just say that's what he didn't well, say well it's not even yeah it's not it's like it's like the recent Taika Waititi hate for no reason. Dude, that's really He didn't do anything. Mad. Or even, a, you know, like Jack Harlow was the poster child of rap for like a year. Yeah. And now everyone's like, oh, he's it's vibrant. Like it, it's, it's just a cycle. And the further we progress, the shorter and shorter it gets. Between yeah. we love you, we hate you, or whatever. The Taika stuff is weird. Because it's yeah. like, he's hysterical. And uh-huh. you hate him because of his jokes. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, that's an aside because I want to get the by That's fun. That's really fun. But essentially, now the resistance is united, and the one dude they have in person, they've managed to collect a small army of people that's going to help break down the gates of the facility, walk up to the spaceship, plant a bunch of bombs, stop it from launching. Nice. And so now it's time Apollo 11 to this. do the operation. Yeah. And who's leading the operation? But there's a man in the chair who Mitch lives in like Switzerland or so. Actually, no, I want to I want to do Australian or New Zealand. Yeah. He's got to have a really New fun Zealand. accent. Yeah. I'm the man in the chair. Uh, I'm the man in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hi guys. <laughs> hi guys. I'm I'm the Mitch. I'm the Mitch. I'm in the I'm no, the man the, in the chair. The Mitch. The Mitch. <laughs> I'm the Mitch. The man in the chair. I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> we get Taika to do yes, the voice. We get of, Ty- yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the Mitch. <laughs> yeah, because by by the time we're making this movie, Taika has had the love hate cycle like so three or four times. It'd be love so. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> basically, our climax is the operation, and of course, they feel like they're doing good. They manage to break through the gates, but then something happens to where just a huge army appears. A bunch of the people we just grown attached to end up dying, and Man. it's only our three main characters left. And that's when Dad Cube comes face to face with his former partner, who's standing there mm. waiting for him. It's like you can't stop the inevitable, or something that Real Thanos didn't vid- say. Yeah. But <laughs> but then there's some quick thinking. The dad manages to guide the son. The son finally has to step up because, of course, he always just wanted to be a musician. He just wanted to live. Yeah. 
peacefully and not be into all the war stuff, but he manages to rise up to the occasion, become a warrior, defeat his dad's former partner, plant all the bombs, and then boom, the ship blows up. Yeah. And then our final sequence is the dad and the son finally having a big heart-to-heart. They finally are telling each other they love them and everything, but then that realization comes on the son's face where he's like, wait, but... That's not my real dad. That's not my dad. Ah, it's so And the sad. dad keeps like, oh, and I guess I'm not actually around for you. And so it's just, it's, dad. there's that bittersweet, this is what could have happened, but of course it was too late. But the son at least knows, you know, his dad, his dad did love him all along. It was in there It was somewhere, in there, yeah. He and he didn't. did sacrifice his life for the entirety of humanity, but also his, his own. Son. And that's how it ends. And there's sequel room too, because of course they stopped the launch. But the problem is not everything's fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we can get rid of a whole bunch of new written by characters in there. (laughs) Man, that's good stuff. Yeah. Could have used another Carvana commercial. (laughs) It could. Yeah. Well, we could do the car (laughs) they drive. It has a Carvana (laughs) license plate. And we're like, what is that? The world's first (laughs) car. It's an antique license plate. That's so funny. Man, really fun prompt for rival pitches. Yeah. I think yeah, that's a really fun movie. Yeah. I like how the characters that you implemented really don't take away from the main story. It was yeah. it's really like Easter egg, like literally, yeah. like you only know. You could have told that whole story without mentioning that these were written by characters, and it still would have worked. Yeah, see, I could I could picture us doing something like that. When we are making big movies, we're like throwing little written by characters. That's that's awesome. OG followers will get it. That's awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, When you were talking, I was like, you said you couldn't fit the old man rappers anywhere, and the whole time I was like, there's got to be a place, but there there wasn't. Well, (laughs) I did think about it after I said that. It's like I guess we could. There's like a bar location or they could be like maybe or maybe something. in the metaverse when everyone's watching the entertainment distracting them, the old They're rappers famous. are in there. That's yeah. a good the metaverse has a lot of yeah. places where you could put stuff like that. I thought you were gonna when you were talking about the steampunk stuff in the south, I thought maybe you were gonna oh, introduce the steampunk oh, superhero. Yeah. See, I I think that needs to be a feature in and of itself. I agree. Like I really yeah. love that story too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, steampunk episode underrated. People should go back and listen to it. Uh the cult episode people should go back and listen Dude, to that cult episode is really funny musical episode that's the one flat the musical that's one of my top favorite written by episodes i couldn't fit anything i want to i want to pitch you something when we get off the air okay but um guys uh, i believe unless i really uh drop the ball in the description in order of appearance is all of the episodes where you can learn about these easter eggs and these characters mm-hmm. um i was gonna say one more thing about i did say i was i was really close between my original idea i think the tooth fairy episode has so much potential for a big horror movie i almost tried to write the two story horror movie but i couldn't find places for to the put other characters. people that would be difficult yeah. yeah um dude an episode that i found i wanted to implement but i i couldn't the magician episode yeah that another yeah. one of my favorite yeah. stories that we've done that that character is really fun yeah 
Well, th- th- this has been a great episode because we're just we're getting to pat ourselves on, on the, the back, back for all <laughs> all the things that we created, and uh, <laughs> I don't I think, feel bad about it. I th- I feel pretty good. I think we got a pretty good podcast going here. We've been grinding, man, and I'm really excited. I putting like going through the back catalog and finding characters to put into stuff really makes you understand, like, oh, like. We actually created things. Yeah. Sometimes you got to spend most of your time looking to the future, working in the now. But sometimes it's good to look back, back and be like, huh. We actually have been stuff. doing, like, we're not just playing around. I have a thing, uh, and I think it's just because I'm so used to, like, not necessarily being a professional. Being like, everything that I do is just kind of like a... Like when you make something in high school or college and you post it on Instagram and people are like, oh, that's cool. He's trying Uh, to be. But then, you know, it's like, no, we do this like professionally. We we are in the entertainment industry. At the beginning, we're at the (laughs) beginning of it. Beginning stages. But we're we're doing it. Yeah. Guys. I this is one of my favorite episodes. This has been a I lot think of this fun. This is a good written by episode. Thank you so much to the listener that yeah. sent in that suggestion. We would not have thought of that. Dude, it's so much fun. Maybe we'll do an, a sequel. Uh, I could see us like uh, another season. Another or two season. Or two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, such a great idea. Make sure you guys send us more prompts because you guys come up with stuff that we would never think of. And that's how the world works. That is how the, the world, world works. works. Uh, make sure you email us suggestions for rival pitches and stuff thrown the bowl. Uh, written by podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at written by pod. You can DM us. You can comment. Make sure that you're voting on the rival pitches so that maybe I can win one. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, tell your friends to listen to written by because we work hard. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the one minute pitches. Woo. This week for Rival Pitches, our prompt was the written by cinematic universe, which means that we needed to make a movie with a bunch of the characters that we created in episodes of this podcast. So I created the Who Framed Roger Rabbit full of Easter eggs, tons of your favorite written by characters, but the plot is Robert and I get stranded in a world that we created, the world that we wrote with all of these characters that we created in these episodes, but Robert gets kidnapped by the Church of Snuffles, or Snuggles, whatever. The dog cult. And uh, they're going to sacrifice them to their dog overlord. So it's up to me and the man in the chair, the Mitch from the Mitch episode, to gather the greatest heroes in the written by cinematic universe to hunt down the cult and save Robert. And guys, if you have a favorite character from any of the written by podcasts, they are in this movie. And that's why I should win this week. My idea for a sci-fi movie, it's about a dad that's trying to save the world, but then he dies mid-mission, and now it's up to his son to continue it, and he has uploaded his consciousness to a cube, so it's an AI that would say what he would say if he was around, and he has a delivery robot deliver it to his son, and his son, who wants nothing to do with the war, has to venture on this quest to save humanity with his former dad and throughout the whole thing they're bonding as father and son but there's always a little bit of regret in the back of their head that this isn't actually his real dad they never actually got the chance in real life to connect 
and this is actually based on season two episode nine of this podcast we wrote a short film setting up this feature and just to fit the prompt for this week's episode uh we have a bar scene where the bongos yeah guy is in there and the man of the chair helps him on a mission <laughs> And now it is up to you, the listener, to decide who had the best pitch this week. Was it mine? Was it Chase's? It's called Rival Pitches for a reason. We're facing off. We're fighting to the death. And you get to decide now how you're going to vote. Is you're going to head on over to our Instagram. That's at writtenbypod on Instagram. And you're going to look for our post from today, September 26th, which also happens to be my birthday. And you're going to look for the post from September 26th. Has the same graphic as what you see in your podcast player. Leave a comment on that Instagram post letting us know which pitch you're voting for mine or chases again at the end of the season we're tallying up all the winners of all the rivals pitches whoever wins is going to get a super top secret special prize that we haven't decided yet so our winner from last rival pitch episode the jurassic park episode drum roll please it was our second tie of the season so perfect tie but this week we need a winner so go vote at written by pod we we talked in this episode about how we had 666 followers as of right now we are just shy of a thousand so if you know anyone that might like this podcast you can help us hit that 1k Anyway, I know this week we had a lot of references to different episodes in our back catalog. We've put in the description all the episodes that we referenced. So if you aren't caught up and you're curious what some of those characters are, that will be a good place for you to start. And finally, huge thanks again to the listener, Lem, who suggested this idea for the Written by Cinematic Universe. If you have any suggestions for future Rival Pitches episodes, you can email them to at writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, we'll see y'all next week with another From the Bowl episode. See you next week.